Welcome to 30 by 30 by Candice and Jake, a podcast about life up to 30 and everything that comes after that. You'll hear us rant about work, relationships, dirty laundry, passion projects, and Cheetos. So if you are an avid consumer of Cheetos, please listen. On a serious note, if you're just like us, in your 20s, dreading the upcoming 30s, give us a listen. Welcome to episode 4, Spring Cleaning. Springtime is upon us, and with that, Spring Cleaning. Did you participate in Spring Cleaning this year? Oh, definitely. Spring Cleaning, it's a much needed process. What about you? I don't really believe in the once a year big cleaning thing, even though I participate in it. You should really just clean as much as you can every week or every day, little by little, so you don't have to do a gigantic big spring cleaning at the end of the year or once a year do you think people really just accumulate stuff and then just do that one big clean and then that's it based off of what i see from my boyfriend yes (laughs) they just (laughs) that's not good (laughs) they just their mentality is more like well i'll get to i'll get to at some point and then i'll just clean everything out in one go and it'll be good so this term spring cleaning actually has a Wikipedia page. I just found it. It says here that the history behind this term is the Persian New Year. It falls on the first day of spring. They continue the practice of Kanetekani. It's literally me. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but it literally means shaking the house. And so just before the Persian New Year, then they just have everything thoroughly clean from drapes to the furniture. Shaking the house sounds like you're going to make it more messy, (laughs) to be honest. In that sense, it's just pretty much mass exodus of things you don't need in your house. Things you just don't want that you've accumulated all those years. In your case, Candice, you clean every once in a while. How do you decide what do you keep and what do you throw out? What do you usually clean or go look for? Well, because I moved in the recent years and most of my shit is nowhere to be found. All my college stuff, I think, is still back home home. I moved out with not a lot of stuff. So I don't have a lot of things that I've kept for forever that I should get rid of or anything like that. In my weekly chores or even daily chores, it's basically just at the end of the week, I'll always vacuum, do the laundry, that kind of stuff. That's like a weekly thing. And then the daily thing is taking out the garbage or washing the dishes and that kind of stuff. And then receipts random papers and garbage that kind of stuff i just throw away when i see it and i try not to keep any of it but if we're talking about like mementos and stuff i kind of marie kondo it which is when if you haven't heard by now have you been living under a rock but (laughs) if you haven't heard by now (laughs) it's a spark joy you need to know yeah if it doesn't spark joy or if you don't feel any sort of connection to your items then you should probably just get rid of it. You're not going to remember it. You're not going to care about it. You're not going to try and look for it five days later thinking, oh shit, I I threw away my little trinket from fifth grade. You're not going to care once it's out of your sight. That's my cleaning style. Oh, I see. What's your style? Your spring cleaning, like once a year big cleaning kind of guy? Uh, I don't tend to have a big spring cleaning, but yet I don't have a like weekly cleaning. So I usually maybe would do it once every two months when I'm really searching through my entire room for stuff that I've accumulated for the past two months that I really don't need. Sometimes I would have receipts from like last month because I like to log and stay organized on my expenses. And so I tend to sometimes a receipt would get lost in the corner of my desk. And then if I find it again, I'm like, whoa, what's this receipt? Stuff like that I would throw out. Mm. Or like old hotel confirmations, flight confirmations that for some reason I kept for just for records. 
it's already passed. There's yeah. no need for them now. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, put in a recycling pile. So I would do stuff like that. I wouldn't do only a mass exodus once a year or something like that. And so I don't really believe in the spring cleaning thing. I do it like maybe once in a while. Because don't Chinese people do their own version of spring cleaning well, like they, before Chinese New Year? Oh yeah, they definitely do it before Chinese New Year. I know my parents would wipe down the dust and then they would take down the old four character signs that they put everywhere and then they would put up new ones for the year. They would take down the calendar, put up a new one, all that stuff. It has to be done before New right, Year's before Day the too. New Year's. Because they say that if you do it on the day of the New Year's or the second day, superstition is that you're cleaning and sweeping all that luck away. And it just sets the tone for the New Year and you don't want that. That's what my mom told me too. But I'm just like, but you know, you don't really need to wipe it all that much if you just wiped it every day like <laughs> other people. Very true. Going back on that Marie Kondo, a lot of things I tend to keep because it does spark joy for me at that moment. After two months or even like a few months, I would still keep it. But then when I look back after a year, I like hold it in my hand. I'm like, wait, what is this again? Sometimes I would forget what it is or like, yeah. I don't know what it is anymore. Or like I do remember it, but it doesn't really like mean anything that much anymore. And so I do end up tossing. Do you feel like when you were younger, you remembered more of everything and why you kept everything? And then now that we're kind of hitting a little bit you know, into our 30s, oh, yeah. that you're looking at these, like, movie stubs, and you might not even remember who you went with. So I still have all my movie stubs. Like, every single one since my first movie. Jesus. That's I still a, have How them. many is that? That's a lot. Yeah, it's a huge stack. I keep it in a certain area. Things like that accumulate over time when it's just a habit. But I, even now, like, when I get a stub... Aren't they, like, faded? Isn't the, the text gone <laughs> on some of them? Because I, I tend to watch my movies a century uh, because I'm a movie club member. I still have those old tickets where they had those, like, century theaters that had, like, oh, yeah, the purple yeah. line. It was, like, harder. Right. You know, it wasn't, like, yeah. a thin little receipt paper. And so I still have those in my drawer. <laughs> Dang. I went through a memento drawer similar to that recently-ish, and... I remember as a kid, I would open those up and I'd be like, oh man, this is when I went to watch, what did I watch? Tropic Thunder. <laughs> With these friends, it yeah. was Christmas time. We didn't know what movie to watch. We just went in. We didn't mm -hmm. know what we were going to watch and it ended up being hilarious. Stuff like that. Or, oh, I went to Great America with these friends, summer of whatever that year was. Yeah. And now I'm looking at mementos because I kind of do the same thing too, where I just throw stuff there and I would look at them like, dude, I don't, who did I watch this movie uh... with? Yeah. Why? What was the movie about? Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't remember these details anymore. Which is why I throw those away mm, now see. when I see them because yeah. I just, I honestly don't remember. Maybe I just have very selective memory because I keep them. When I do look back, when I watch the first 007 with Daniel Craig, uh, Casino Royale, mm. I remember it was because my uncle had two tickets to the movies, but he couldn't use it in time before it expired, that he gave them to me and my sister. And at the time, we were just like, well, I don't know what movie to watch. It's just movie theater. It's the last day. Let's just watch a random movie, 007, sure. And so I still remember it was the movie theater in Stonestown, too, in San Francisco. Mm. Like, like, stuff like that. I don't know why I remember it, but I just do remember it. Right. And so because yeah. of that, I tend to keep stuff like that but on that note was in the same box when i took wildlife conservation biology for birds there was a course in davis that i had to take where i had to memorize 321 birds their family name 123 bird calls all that stuff i had a note card for every single one of so 321 cards and i kept that for a long time. I don't know why I kept that. Because just in case you needed to reference, man. I know, like, right? You're, you're Dude, out. it's a Western scrub jay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I finally threw all that out like 
last year. It's just like stuff like that. I, I realize I accumulate a lot of stuff over time. Now I'm like, I realize like maybe I should Marie Kondo it because I'm a pretty sentimental guy. And so I like to keep things and like remember it. I tend to have that selective memory for those things. Mm -hmm. But over time, even I do remember it, it doesn't mean anything anymore to me. Yeah. So I see your point in where you just toss it because it's just, you tend to be a piece of paper now. Speaking of Marie Kondo, I mean, this has been the fad for the past year or so. I don't know when it started. Did you read the book? I'm trying to remember if it was book first or Netflix series first. Oh, so you watch a Netflix series yeah. too. Oh. I didn't watch all of it. I watched most of it, maybe two thirds of it. But then I didn't read the book at all until I watched the series. And then the series was really interesting. So then I went back to the book and I still didn't read all of it because I bought it for my boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did he take notes from yeah. that? No. <laughs> so it was a useless gift. Well, no. He did take notes because now he folds his laundry completely differently. Oh. So his laundry... How does he do it? You're supposed to fold it in a way where you fold it by thirds. Mm. So that the article of clothing could actually stand up. That mm. way when you put it in, you can see you're not stacking it this way. You're stacking it the other way so you can line it up and see everything oh i see because yeah. then i think we're so used to the clothes Stack. being stacked in like target or something yeah, 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 or, yeah. or like when they're not in a hangers yeah that maybe so you can't see your shirt <laughs> yeah i see so stuff like that he picked up oh okay um, well, that's nice but then yeah. that's about it from from the series i i need to take notes from that because i feel like sometimes my uh clothing drawer it tends to be like a huge mess because i'm looking for that one shirt and yeah. then like everything yeah, 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 on yeah. top just becomes a huge mess and yeah. eventually they're like oh god i gotta refix this again yeah so. yeah that's my drawer situation now i probably should fix that yeah let's uh you should watch an episode of marie kondo it's on netflix yeah it's still there do you don't you don't have it so one thing about me too guys as a millennial i do not have netflix i do not have disney plus i do not have any of those streaming services okay well we'll watch an episode later oh okay when oh, everyone arrives <laughs> when all our friends arrive we can watch an episode and we okay. can, we can talk all about right it. there we go back to cleaning your room or cleaning your house what do you find yourself keeping or throwing away what what kind of stuff do you find that you're like fuck this shit goes straight into the trash and then what are the kind of stuff where you look at it you're like uh i think i want to hold on i would say stuff that's like after shit would probably be like old exams old you know old school stuff i tend mm. not to keep although there are certain essays that i do keep because they do spark joy uh, for example, AP English. I took AP English in high school and I was never a really good writer. There was an essay that I wrote. My professor, he was really hard on us. He like hardly ever gave A's and he gave me a really good grade. When I look back at it, it just felt like I grew as a writer and mm -hmm. I was really proud of myself at the mm -hmm. time. I got a B and I was really happy with a B. Those special assignments, I would keep. But all those like the basic tests, yeah. crap, I would definitely immediately throw away. Old receipts that I already have inputted, it's already in my bank statement and all that stuff. I don't need it anymore. Throw that away. Stuff like all the birthday cards I received from people from kindergarten all till now, I kept every single one friends even friends that i'm not friends with anymore i kept all of them it's part of me growing up a yearbook of course i would keep all the autograph things things that they sign i keep all those man if a yearbook wasn't like a book like if we had a separate autograph book mm. that was attached to our yearbook i'd probably just get rid of the damn autographs because 
everyone in there is like, we're gonna be best friends forever. See you after high school. Oh, so you don't want to keep the autograph part? No, because everyone's full of shit. Ah, uh, well, I mean, at the time, it was a different time in your life. You kind of wanted to, like, I mean, you, you know, the people who took up like a whole page on your yearbook where they oh, just yeah. write how much you meant to them and oh, yeah. how you affected them and the friendship you had with them and I'm gonna miss you and you had a great impact and oh we're gonna still see each other and it's gonna be so great all these high school memories have been so fun but you look back at that though nah (laughs) no not for you no a lot of the people who wrote those were the people who did not want to hang out ever so I'm kind of just like full of shit for me I think we just like kind of just lost touch contact when you grow up you have your own lives yeah but I like to look back and just read and sometimes I laugh at like how silly some of the messages were and brings me back I just thought of this actually do you keep or do you still have any trading cards because that was a thing back then like Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh all that okay I can say 100% I have not thrown away any trading cards oh yeah (laughs) I didn't do Yu-Gi-Oh but I did buy the Kaiba deck or whatever Ooh, that deck was The first called. one? Starter deck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was first edition. If it was, you that's worth a lot of money right now. It might not have been first edition. It was kind of like around that time where okay. it might be or might not be. Okay. And I wasn't really paying attention. I, I bought it with the intention of playing with my friends because that's all they ever did. And I felt left out. Mm. But I never got into it. And I never bought any more Yu-Gi-Oh cards after that. <laughs> but I have a shit ton of Pokemon cards mm. that I haven't given away and you still have them yeah i still have them wow not here but i have them oh yeah you should probably look back at your collection to see if you have any like rarities i have this one set that my uncle's parents bought for me from japan it was like the tropical set Ooh, that's rare one yeah but it's also in japanese i don't know if it's more rare in japanese or more rare in english because they made an english one too but I did look at the prices maybe a year ago, and it wasn't worth that much. Like, ooh, 20 bucks, mm-hmm. yay. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not too big of a deal. I think, like, the rarest one right now is the first edition. It's probably the Charizard. I think the movie ones are oh, also yeah. worth a lot now. The ones they used to pass out when oh, if you go watch a movie. I can't find my ancient Mew. <laughs> I can't find my ancient Mew either. So sad. <laughs> I actually threw away some of my trading cards back then. That's great. Mostly Yu-Gi-Oh. All right, that's fine. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. I did throw away some Pokemon. The commons. Your hundred energy cards. No, I kept those because I, I played seriously oh, back okay, then. Okay. So I like to make decks, so I yeah. kept a lot of them. But the common Pokemon that had like freaking like fifty copies of the same oh, card yeah, yeah. that like has some terrible attack the ones that i treasure the most though are definitely the ones that are rare i keep in a binder still i still have it in my room there's actually a whole selection too that's spaced out are untradeable because those are the ones that spark joy for me because Mm -hmm. those meant something Mm -hmm. like i still remember like for example i have a blaine's charizard that my best friend in elementary school gave to me and then I got a second Blaine's Charizard down the line from the booster pack. That one I'm willing to trade because there's a slight bend mark that he oh, accidentally, when he gave okay. it to me, he bent it. And that's how I remember it by. And so like, yeah. I treasure that card to this day. Yeah. Sentimental guy. Yeah, I'm a very See, sentimental you're all, guy. Like, bring up all these things about like your friends and all that. And here I am just like, yeah, I bought cars <laughs> to play with my friends, but you know what? Fuck them. I don't care about you. <laughs> Well, everyone's different. That's why sometimes some people are just minimalist in that sense because they're able to let go easily. Maybe a little harder for me to let go of things. So I keep like even small little keychains that people give to me. And so that's why my room is full of clutter. I was a very sentimental sort of person Mm -hmm. before. I kept literally everything and I even kept, uh, yeah, like birthday cards. I would keep those. I would put it on my bookshelf and stuff. 
from friends that weren't even friends with me anymore. And then I remember one time the same friend came over at some point because she was nearby with her sister visiting a different friend. Yeah. And she saw my room and she was just like, you still have that? And I was like, yeah. And then she's like, oh. <laughs> awkward. It was really awkward. awkward. And then she was like, I'm going to go home. And I was like, okay. That's terrible. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So I was once a sentimental person. I see. And then even in college, I was still like that. Mm, okay. And I think at some point after college, when I was going through my own shit and mm -hmm. all my friends were not really yeah. around for that anymore, then I kind of felt like, well, I don't need to have all these reminders of yeah. my friends who aren't there for me right yeah, now. No, so no. I, just, I just started putting it I away. See. I see. And then once they were fully out of my life, Looking at those didn't really spark joy anymore. Mm, okay. And so I started putting those. I'm totally fine, by the way. Now that you're on your own, how does cleaning differ compared to like if you live with housemates or with your parents, for example? To think about it, because living yeah. with parents, you clean on their schedule. Well, it depends, right? It depends what kind of parents you have. You either have the parents that are telling you to clean all the damn time. Here's 10 cents. Pay. Yeah. I pay you. Yeah, you yeah, clean yeah. Now. Vacuum, I'll give you 10 cents or something mm -hmm. like that. If the house is always clean, I feel that I'll just do my part to help. Mm -hmm. If the house is never clean, mm -hmm. then I never want to clean. Because then I feel like I'm doing all the work and they're just messing it up. And they're going to take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. And then living with housemates in college, you guys can never decide on who, who will do the chores when to clean. They yeah. never follow it. Yeah. We'll even we'll write it down or whatever, whatever. And they'll be like, oh, I had a study for a midterm and I couldn't do it. Or... And so living with housemates, you just, I feel like it's never clean. Yeah. I don't think I've ever talked to anybody where they're like, yeah, I love how clean my place is. My place is always clean. I always hear stuff about dishes not being washed or things not being vacuumed or counters not being wiped, bathrooms not being wiped, <laughs> oh. bathrooms not being clean. One of my friends, if he listens to this, I know he's going to remember the times he came to my place and he would just wash the bathrooms for us because wow. he was disgusted by it. And the reason why it was so disgusting was because... We had like three girls per bathroom. We had two bathrooms and nobody freaking wanted to clean it uh. because it felt like everybody was pointing fingers. You have the most hair. You yeah. know, like you shed the most, you use the sink the most, or uh -huh. you, you're home the most, so you use the bathroom the most. Yeah. Why should I have to clean for you? And so nobody ever just, nobody cleaned. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Similarly, outside the dorm, we had three guys share one bathroom upstairs. And uh, yeah, it was pretty disgusting. The housemates I live with upstairs, mm -hmm. they were more clean than the ones downstairs at least. So then that, that bathroom tended to be clean. I'll admit that I didn't partake in cleaning it too much. Yeah, that was pretty terrible of me. But I would maintain the cleanliness of the kitchen and other aspects. All this cleaning crap for the house. Uh, I did vacuum and stuff like that. So you didn't clean crap, but you cleaned the kitchen. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I tended to clean my side of the room always as clean as I could. And it's really funny because I had a housemate that was really busy with his schedule. And like he tended to chase girls he had a lot of girlfriends in college when he's busy with other stuff but you can always tell i mean he's a great roommate roommate for four years he respected my space so that it was really funny when you walk in there's just a like an invisible line because you see his clothes next to his bed on the floor like all his used clothes and stuff lined up but then he would never have it cross over to my side and you can see like one side is my area where it's just like some posters 
clean desk and stuff. His desk was like filled with like books and like random speakers that he got and like stuff like that. Clothes on the floor. And then like when he went in the morning, he'd wake up and he'd just like, oh, dig through the clothes. What should I wear today? Okay. Oh, yeah. That would drive me <laughs> nuts, man. Well, he's much better now. When I go to his place, it's much cleaner, very organized. Mm-hmm. But college, man, back then, guys. Yeah, that's just how it is. Going back to the question of living at home now, you know, since you're on your own cleaning on your own, when I'm at home, I'm pretty much stuck with mostly cleaning like my own space, which is my room. Yeah. So I vacuum Mm -hmm. my room. If I tend to use the large vacuum, then I would go ahead and vacuum everything else because I'm vacuuming my room anyways. But on that note, my sister just bought a Roomba, so good on her. (laughs) I don't Um, know why I thought you were going to say, my sister just bought a room. I'm like... (laughs) Who the fuck? She's a witch. <laughs> Who buys a room? Oh, I thought you said broom. My no, 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 no. <laughs> room, okay. And so um, it's helping with uh, cleaning into dog hairs now because there's uh, dog hairs everywhere. Yeah. Cleaning after pets is a hassle too. Yeah. Um, you have a dog, so I'm sure you know. Yeah, that's why I had to vacuum today because the welcome mat, there's there's dog hair on it. Dog hair. Well, yeah. because my dog is a lighter color, so it's uh, pretty obvious on yeah. there. So, like, even now, um, sometimes if I wear dress socks to go out, like, to a nicer yeah. place or something, I don't wear it until I get to the door, and then I wear it and immediately put on my shoes because I don't like it stuck to my socks and stuff. So I don't have dogs. I have fish. And so fish tank is a pain to clean sometimes, too. But it's not as ma- much maintenance as a dog. But No, I think I would hate to clean fish tanks, really? though. I when think they have the, algae, I guess. The pro- yeah, the process of doing that. <laughs> you know what, though? My dad, I bought him a 20-gallon tank as a Father's Day gift, I think, five years ago. Because he had a really old hand-me-down tank, and I needed to get him a nicer one. Mm-hmm. So I bought him one. He was really happy. I set it up, everything for him. And now I was like, this is your tank. I have my own tank in my room, and yeah. he doesn't take care of it. He just expects me to clean and do everything with it. So it's like algae, and he just feeds it, turns on the light, and he's like, yeah, these are my fish. Dad, come on, dude. And he's like, you're going to clean it? You're going to change the water? I'm like, come on, man. So I ended up owning two tanks. Tank with my dad, uh, I clean it maybe, it's bad, but I, every two months, once every two months. It should be every month. It may be because there's not as much fish in there. Yeah. But then the sun shines on it sometimes, and so algae grows in that tank, and so I have to like wipe it down, yeah. sponge it. And then I just bought like a tube to like help sift the gravel through the gravel Mm -hmm. for like poop and all that crap it's not that bad it is a hassle though because then now there's water involved and then like of course if you break it somehow it floods and that's what i didn't like about fish tank was cleaning the water it was just because it is water and then it's like algae water and then if you drip it and you have carpet right that is true yeah Yeah. so i actually have to line up a lot of old newspapers every time plus our Fish are uh, freshwater, so they require a heater. So mm. we don't have that auto refill tank. The water gets lower and lower because of evaporation mm-hmm. and it's warm. We have to clean it. Like, actually, I think I'm due soon for another cleaning. <laughs> but thankfully, both our tanks don't have that much fish, so it's not mm. as dirty. Um, I actually have a catfish in my tank. Um, very cute catfish. Uh, I still haven't named him. I've had him Can for you almost. Eat it? Can you not ask that question? <laughs> My parents said the same thing. That's mean. I bought him for 18 fucking dollars, dude. Yeah, Wait, no, so 18. like, make it worth not... it. <laughs> Fucked up, man. <laughs> Fucked up. Anyways, changes the subject. Besides cleaning your room or your house or whatnot, how often do you clean your car? 
I don't really drive my car anymore, so I don't really have to clean it at all. It's garaged? Yeah, it's garaged. Ah, uh, that's good. Because yeah. then if it's not garaged, it just collects muck. Yeah. When I first got my car, I washed it once a month. Mm, okay. That's better than me, actually. And that was, like, the whole shebang. It was, like, I would wash it, and I would do the wax, and it was three-hour mm -hmm. sort of ordeal. And now it's, like, I'll wash my car maybe once every half year. Yeah. And it's not... I don't even wash it myself anymore, because I don't have any place to wash it here. Mm -hmm. I take it to, like, a car wash. Yeah, for sure. What about you? Because... Your car was your baby. Oh yeah, so this was my dream car for years and when I first bought her, I was really excited. Kept her as clean, pristine as possible. Uh, so I would wash probably once a month. I would do the whole thing as well, like wax and everything. But then as time went on, it just kind of don't really have the time or you don't prioritize cleaning your car anymore. And so I've had it where my car was not clean for a whole year. And there was so much dirt and what? grime on it. It was pretty disgusting. Because then I bike to work. Because of that, my car sits on the driveway and tends to be a weekend car. Sometimes I'm busy on the weekends with other priorities that I don't want to wash it. Because yeah. then when I wash it, I would want to wash, wax, and do the whole thing too. And so because of that, like I get lazy. But I did wash it more often this past winter because of snow season. This is my first time bringing my car up to the snow and with the salt in the road and everything. So I would like hose it down a bit. Afterwards this season, I'm just going to do a whole complete wash afterwards. Your poor car. Yeah. I was like, I thought you loved me, man. You <laughs> I still me, do. I still, I still enjoy driving that car. It's just... You took pictures of me. Oh, yeah. Now you just <laughs> leave me to rot. So, just speaking of spring cleaning, um, it's recently was tax day, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, tax day. Yeah. Speaking of documents we keep, some we you throw out. How long do you keep your old tax documents for? Like, I scan you... them, uh -huh. and then I throw them away. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. so you're more of the like the electronic copy, because I actually have physical copies still. I think it's because my life has kind of grown to the point where I have all of this stuff in this apartment is mine now, yeah. right? Me or my boyfriend's. Previously, everything could just fit into a room. It's easy to find stuff. Yeah. My documents are going to be here. I see. Whereas now, there's not a lot of space. There's uh -huh. my stuff and his stuff, and then there's lots of places to put documents. So I find that I lose stuff really easily now. Yeah. And so it's just better if I scan it and then mm -hmm. throw it away. Okay. I can keep it, but yeah. I know I'm probably going to lose it. For me, I actually keep like a holder. So I have those like file cabinets in my desk and then like oh, I have a tab have and everything. It's old fashioned where I keep those files and I still have a lot of physical copies of my first tax documents. I maybe keep it. Because you're going to frame it one day, man. You're going to frame it and be like, the first time. <laughs> I found my taxes. It's like you people put up the first dollar in restaurants. You're like, my first tax document. Oh, God. Like, I'm not sentimental to my taxes. I'm just saying maybe like I want to keep it. I think you're sentimental to the, to your experience. Maybe. Like, oh, like growing up. You know? or, I don't know. Like, I just yeah. keep it because just in case. It doesn't take up that much space because I have it organized. Yeah. So do you keep everything else that comes with documents? You know, like when you go do your car-related mm -hmm. maintenance yeah. and stuff, they always give a ton of paper too. Do you oh, keep yeah. those? I do keep those. 
like all my maintenance logs because sometimes it has an odometer and down the line like oh, if i want to report yeah, something yeah. to my insurance they need proof especially for my car because recently this past year my mom helped me fight to lower the insurance cost because mm. they didn't believe that i rarely drove my car i only drove my car like four thousand miles last year total Jesus, and so because nothing. of that like they didn't believe that yeah and so like they she had to provide proof so i had a maintenance record in like february to like november of last year mm-hmm. stuff like that i like to keep it just in case i need it and mm. it doesn't it, to me it doesn't take up that much room in my room so mm. I, I just keep it for that reason mm. yeah Okay. Yeah. Well, going back to taxes, though. Yeah. <laughs> we went on a little tangent there. Yeah. What do you use for taxes? Do you hire anybody or do you do it yourself? Like, So I used to do it myself. And it was really funny because I remember the first year it was easy because I just had three part-times and it was like, yeah. like just W-2, nothing extra. Afterwards, I think two years straight, I had the IRS send me back documents and say like, hey, you did this wrong line here is wrong and stuff like that because I was doing it by myself. Yeah. Because then a friend taught me at the time, but I was still like hitting points where I was like, I'm not really sure, but I tried. And basically they were saying like, I kept having it wrong. And then I was so nervous. I think they sent me something along the lines of, if you do this wrong again, we're going to have to audit or like do some complicated procedure. And I was nervous. I was like, oh my God, I don't want to deal with this. Until finally... I think I did it right eventually. And then my sister recommended, why don't you just use TurboTax? It's free. I thought I had to pay for it. but You do okay. for your state taxes. Oh, I see. So I see. federal taxes is free. And then state taxes, I think it's 30 bucks. Oh, that's not too bad. I and guess. then that's if you want to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. TurboTax keeps kind of like your information on file. The following year, if you're trying to do it again, it can pre-fill all of your information. Got and it. then you just have to... Uh, update your okay. w2 or okay. whatever those numbers yeah and then i think that's like an additional 30 or something like i that. see yeah we'll put in the show notes i'm pretty sure it's turbotag.com yeah. yeah they automatically filled in my w2 for me because they just had it on file somehow i think when you enter your social or something it just pops up yeah. that's what it did for me it might yeah it might it didn't do that for me last year i had to re-input everything which mm-hmm. is not a big deal mm-hmm. name social security yeah. birthday yeah, so it's very straightforward, guys. I suggest you guys try to use that if uh... you are an unmarried, young working professional with no investments and no house under your name, nothing, and just a few, one or a few jobs. Go and do that. All you need are your papers, and once you start filling out TurboTax, it's going to be like get your first jobs W two. Look at the number on line one, put that number in. And then go to line five, put that number in. Mm-hmm. And then you just follow those instructions. It'll walk you through the whole yep. thing and you'll be done before you know it. And no more need for you to look up that long, tiny word instruction sheet with the IRS sends you the physical thing when I used to do it by myself. Oh gosh, that was a pain. I. <laughs> Why didn't you ask your sister? Or is it because she's, she's a year younger? And you know what? You don't <laughs> like me bothering her that... She don't tell me shit. <laughs> okay. Hey, I still love her, but yeah. I think at that point in time, I had nobody to ask mm. because my parents, they grew up out of the country and they lived out of the country mm-hmm. while I was going to college too. So when I started, I was like, hey mom, do you know how to file taxes? And she's like, I've never done that. And that's because she didn't work here. So oh. she's like, yeah, I've, I've never done taxes and I don't know how to do it here oh. anyway. I was like, okay. So you kind of learned filing taxes on your own. Okay. I asked my friends. 
Oh, okay. I asked okay. somebody from our study abroad program. Oh, okay. That's good. And That's good. she said, oh, you should use TurboTax. It's really easy. I think the first year she was going to help me do it. Like she was like, just send it to me. My uh-huh. sister has a, an accountant or somebody uh-huh. that can yeah. help with that. And you can do that. And then I think her sister was like, fuck her. Like she's not part of the family. Why, why are you helping her? I think that's what happened. And so my friend ended up coming back to me. She's like, actually, just you should just use TurboTax. <laughs> I'm not helping you anymore. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I guess I'll just use TurboTax. She's oh. like, don't worry, it'll be easy. I'm like, okay. Was it it's, easy? Yeah. Okay. It yeah. was easy. Like Anis just said, guys, it's easy. So definitely use it. Uh, for me, I don't think I had anyone teach me. Uh, I kind of just did it on my own. That's why I just read the instructions and go ahead and did that afterwards i asked a friend he kind of helped me out but down the line i ended up finding out about TurboTax. i think down the line i'm sure we'll have another episode where we're like we have a house so now we don't use TurboTax because it's too damn complicated i know right in addition to our investments and our stocks i know right and all the stuff that we have now because we have so much money wow you balling now okay good for you candace no i'm saying down the line when we have a lot more money 10 years from now 20 years from now 30 years from now yeah Probably have a bigger house, and you could probably just hire an accountant to do it for you right at that That's time. probably what I would talk about if this podcast is still live by then. Live by then, yeah. We'll see. So anyways, just to finish this off, do you have any like sort of cleaning hacks you want to share? You go first because I forgot. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, for me, first off, I just take it to Marie Kondo. It does a spark joy. You can't just take... <laughs> her whole philosophy and use that as like okay that's well, not a personal all right hack. all right that's well just... because i am more sentimental i won't get into the aspect of things but then for the expense part i tend to keep my receipts and then i would log it in once i log it in this is in my bank statement i immediately discard it i would keep it you never know what can happen you know fraud or something like that and once i have that record got printed in my statement i just toss it out Definitely the whole thing about, you know, keeping certain things that you use more often in one area. Certain books that I tend to read more mm-hmm. on like the shelf where I can see it. So that's just how markets or supermarkets, they line oh, their yeah. food and stuff. They want to keep the most popular items or things they want you to buy, you know. So it's the same way for your room. You want to put the books that you read or it's things that you access. So like my go-tos like my wallet my keys my watch like i keep it in a certain area that i get used to and that's the area i take it from how's that gonna work when you have a house though <laughs> it's just be an area you have an area too right now i don't right? everything's kind of everywhere okay like you my, just have good my memory. watch is like here and then my glasses are over there so then how do you make sure that you stay organized and clean I, i'm freaking not organized. okay <laughs> never mind she doesn't have anything to share but no my tip would just be Clean when you see it. Clean when you see it. Not think like, oh, I'll do it after I watch the show. Mm. Or I'll do it after I finish listening to this Mm -hmm. podcast. I would just think, hey, it's on the table. Let's just get rid of it. Then I don't have to think about it Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah. 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 that's good. So that's a wrap. That old Cheeto. Clean that out. That stale Cheeto underneath your bed. Take it out. If your room's still really dirty after this episode, why don't you hit replay on this episode and clean your room while you listen to this one more time? Alright, see you guys next time. Stay tuned for our next episode about the bills. <laughs> Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. And again, if you have any questions or comments. Or Cheetos. Oh yeah, send them our way. Thank you. Bye.